Okay. Um, when John wrote, Rome occupied the known world almost. They were there as a civil authority. And yet the Jews were there too. And there was this clash between the two. And it happened until the temple was torn down in 70 AD and things kind of settled down. But at this point, um, the occupation was Rome and the Jews tolerated them and the Romans tolerated the Jews. And that's where we are in this thing. We remember that Judas at the upper room um, had business to do. He betrayed the Lord and Jesus said, go take care of it. And then the 11 were left and he had, we had the upper room discourse as we've talked about for the last several weeks where John gave us a lot of things. Chapter 15, I'm the divine, abide in me. And behold, I'm going to send you a helper, the Holy Spirit, which will lead you and guide you in all things. And then real quickly, Jesus went through the Garden of, of uh, the Mount of Olives to the Garden of Gethsemane. And that's where we pick up today. As Art said last week, um, this, this, this thing of the high priest, uh, it was a political appointment. Um, and <laughs> as political appointments go, um, it's human nature hadn't changed. It's the same thing it is today, you know. Uh, it's what who can get out of what for whatever reason and Annas the high priest uh, his family were high priests for about 65 years about 65 years and we're going to talk a little bit about that I'm going to read uh, this is from Josephus which is uh, um, which is a Jewish historian uh, this is not Bible, <laughs> but it comes back and and um, and says about the the Bible, um, or um, verifies it. And uh, he said, Annas, who was himself called Annas, and we'll get to that in just a minute. As the report goes, the elder Annas, this is the one we're going to talk about today proved a most fortunate man, for he had five sons, all who performed the office of high priest to God. And he himself enjoyed that dignity a long time, um, formerly, which had never happened to any other of our high priests. Uh, so he talk, talked about that. He says he was a bold man. His temper and, and priesthood um, uh, he was very insolent. <laughs> he was also the sect sec of the, uh, the, the Sadducees, very rigid. Um, and so Annas had five, five um, sons. So uh, 
Annas was a high priest from 6 to 15 A.D. Eliezer, his son, was a high priest for a year, 16 to 17. Uh, Jophus, Joseph Caiaphas, uh, his son-in-law, was, uh, and that's the one we're going to talk about today, was a high priest for 18 years, from 18 to 36. Jonathan, his son, for a year. That, um, Theopolis, his son, for four, ye for four years. Math Matthias, his son, for one year. And Annas, <laughs> the son of Annas, was for one year. So he pretty much dominated uh, the, the thing. Now, there's some trivia about, about Caiaphas that we're going to read about in just a minute. Um, this, is come, this is from Blue Letter Bible. Um, it's a very good website. Uh, I, I, I like it. Um, he says there's some exciting archaeology discovery in November of 1990, which is not too long ago. Workers constructing a water park south of the old city of Jerusalem accidentally uncovered a burial cave. In the cave were a dozen limestone chests that contained bones. These chests were primarily used in the first century A.D., one of the chests had the words, Joseph, son of Caiaphas, carved on, on it. The bones were that of a man who died approximately at the age of 60. Because of the lavish decoration on the burial chest, there is a high probability that these were the bones of Caiaphas, the high priest, the one who charged Jesus with blasphemy. This would be the first physical remains ever discovered of a person mentioned in Scripture. That's just trivia. So <clears throat> let's go to chapter 18, and we'll pick up a little bit from what Art has talked about last week, and we'll go from there. <clears throat> Verse 12. So the Roman cohort had commanded, uh, and the commander of the officers uh, of the Jews arrested Jesus and bound him and led him to Annas first. For he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas who was high priest that year. And Caiaphas was high, high priest during, during the lifetime of Jesus. Now, so they took him to Annas. <laughs> As Art talked last year, or last week, this is, uh, you know, they, they took him to the papa <laughs> to, to see what was going on here. And in verse 19, where we're going to pick up this morning, the high priest, um, let me look down at verse 24. Um, uh, to me, uh, verse 24 should come right after verse 18. Uh, he was talking about the uh, uh, Peter and the slave girl, and in and in so Anna sent him bound to Caiaphas, a high priest. Verse nineteen, the high priest then questioned Jesus about his disciples and about his teaching. Jesus 
answered him, I have spoken openly to the world. I have always taught in the synagogues, in the temple, uh, where all the Jews, <clears throat> where all the Jews come together, and I spoke nothing in secret. Why do you question me? Question those who have heard what I spoke to them. They know what I said. When he had said this, one of the officers standing nearby struck Jesus, saying, Is that the way you answer the high priest? Jesus said, If I've spoken wrongly, testify of the wrong. But if rightly, why do you strike me? Now, hold a finger there. We're going to come back here real quick, but let's go to Matthew, the 26th chapter of Matthew. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, so we need to go back to the left here. Matthew 26. Um, as we know, uh, John took advantage of the, the synoptic gospels and and uh, didn't repeat some things that, that were said. So let's look what Matthew said, beginning verse chapter 26, verse 57. Those who had seized Jesus led him away to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the scribes and the elders were gathered together. But Peter was following him at a distance, as far as the courtyard of the high priest, and entering in, sat down with the officers to see the outcome. Now the chief priest at the whole council kept trying to obtain false witness against Jesus so that they might put him to death. They did not find any, even though many false witnesses came uh, forward. But later, on two, two came, came forward. And the man said, this man stated, I'm able to destroy the temple of God and rebuild it in three days. The high priest stood up and said to him, Do you answer? Excuse me, do you not answer? What is it these men are testifying about you? But Jesus kept silent, and the high priest said to him, I adjure you by the living God that you tell us whether you are Christ, the Son of God. And Jesus said to to him, you have said it yourself. Nevertheless, I tell you, hereafter you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his robes and said, He has blasphemed. What further need do we have of witnesses? Behold, you have now heard the blasphemy. Uh, what do you think? And they answered him, he deserves death. So <clears throat> there was uh, some time spent. They took him to Annas, who questioned him. And then he sent him to his son-in-law, Caiaphas, who was high priest. And we have very little dialogue in John. We have more in the other Gospels. But he talked to him. He says, uh, um, he questioned him about his teaching. And he said, I've spoken openly. Uh, he said, I haven't had anything to hide. Why do you question me? Talk to the people who know me. And uh, so that's, that's the thing. 
So now verse 25. Now Peter was standing warming himself. So they said to him, You're not uh, also one of his disciples, are you? And he denied it and said, I am not. One of the slave of the high priest being a relative of the one whose ear Peter cut off, said, Did I not see you in the garden with him? Now, we learned last week this man's got a name. I, I forgot what it was. <laughs> but when, uh, when uh, uh, Peter cut his ear off and the Lord told him to put his sword up and put his ear back on, so... Uh, <clears throat> So in this verse 26, did I not see you in the garden with him? And Peter then denied it again, and immediately the rooster crowed. Then they led Jesus from Caiaphas into the praetorium, and it was early. And they themselves did not enter the praetorium, that they would not be defiled, but might eat the Passover. Oh, me. You know, we do some of the same things today, but the hypocriticalness of, of this type of thing. If you go back when we were in Acts, when Peter went to see Cornelius, chapter 10, and uh, he, he went to see him, but before that he had had this vision of the things coming down from heaven on a sheet. Well, when he went to to Cornelius, the very first thing he said, he says, you know it's not lawful for me to be here because you are not a Jew and I am a Jew. So in this particular case, the high priest needed Pilate to do his job and <laughs> for them. They wanted to kill him. And yet they they didn't want to come in the house because they would be violating their own law. They didn't want to go there, but it was okay to kill him. They just wanted to get rid of him. They didn't care about anything else. So they were breaking their own law by wanting to kill him but they didn't want to go into the house because it wasn't Jewish. Let that sink in a minute. <laughs> Verse 29. Therefore Pilate went out to them and said, What accusations do you bring against this man? They answered to him and said, if this man were not an evildoer, we wouldn't have delivered him to you. Well, that's kind of double talk, you know. Tell us what the man did. Well, if he wasn't done something, we wouldn't have brought him here in the first place. Um, uh, just as a country lawyer says, just answer my questions. <clears throat> so, verse 31. So Pilate said to him, Take him yourself and judge him according to your law. The Jews said to him, We're not permitted to kill anybody. 
This is to fulfill the word of Jesus which he spoke, signifying what kind of death he was about to die. Now he, many times through John, there's a half a dozen things that uh, Jesus himself said, if I'll be lifted up, you know, if I, if I I'll be lifted up. It was okay for the Jews to stone somebody, but they couldn't crucify him, which was the death of the Romans at that time. <laughs> so we can take you out there and stone you, but we can't crucify you. But what did Scripture say about that? We're going to talk about this next week, but I'll just touch on it a little bit. In stoning, he would be crushed. And yet, at the crucifixion, there wasn't one bone broken, according to Scripture. He was, he was intact. So the Jews kind of twisted the whole thing the whole uh, to, to bring about their own end and yet on this side of the cross we understand that Jesus had to do it he had to drink of the cup in garden of Gethsemane he had to go to the cross so you and I today could be saved he's the eternal God the lamb that was slain for us he had to do it and yet it was very very gruesome very very gruesome his death was terrible <clears throat> verse 33 therefore Pilate entered again into the paratorium and summoned Jesus and said to him are you the king of the Jews Jesus answered are you saying this on your own initiative on your own initiative or did others tell you about me? Jesus said, I'm not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priest delivered you to me. What have you done? When we started the book of John in the very first chapter, we talked about the ultimate denial of the Jews. He came unto his own. His own received him not. And here in a, in a next week, we're going to talk about uh, let his blood be on us and our children. So his own people, the Jews, and I know that was probably hard because he came to the Jews. He, he was a Jew, and he came to the Jews to save them, and yet they had no, no part of it. Jesus answered and said, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then my servants would be fighting so that I would not be handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not of this realm. I read that scripture in light of, of, of what's going on in our world today and we see that uh, the 
fortitude and the resolve that the that the Ukrainian people have to stand up to another power and this is another thing we were saying uh, if my kingdom were of this world then my servants would be fighting you know they're they're fighting for their own uh, land and for their own right and uh, it's uh, and Jesus said if I were of this world I would be I would be looking forward to it. <clears throat> Verse thirty-seven. Pilate said, "You are, you are, are you a, so? You are a king." Jesus answered, "You said correctly that I am a king. For this I have been born, and for this I have come into the world to testify the truth." Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. And Pilate said to him, What is truth? Pilate didn't give him a chance to answer. But what is truth? Boy, if that's ever a present day thing, you know, we have it. Swindoll wrote this commentary in 2010. This is what he says. He said, Pilate, Pilate spurned Jesus' choice for truth over power. What is truth? The Roman world was not much different from ours today. Pilate didn't rise to power by prominence of championing the cause of truth. The Romans were relentless. Truth is the tool of expediency. In their mind, history is written by the victors, and truth is whatever the powerful say it is. Man, truth is whatever the powerful say it is. But according to Jesus, choosing between the truth and expedience is how the truth chooses kingdom he or she will serve. The truth is whatever powerful say it is. Part of our problem today, we don't know who truth, what truth is. We don't know who to believe. There's no more Cronkites that sits and <clears throat> tell the news, you know, and then you make up your own mind. We're told what the news is saying where it is what is truth I've said it I'll, I'll continue to say it this is all the truth we know Amen. this is it uh, and it applies to us today just like it applied to Pilate's day truth is truth
and we can we can see truth in scripture we can see morality in scripture we can see rightness in scripture we can see uh, how we need to act in scripture I think one of the most astounding things I've heard in the last few weeks is that a lady who's going to be on the Supreme Court can't define who she is. That just defies logic. <coughs> and yet she's a mother. Mercy, mercy, mercy. What is truth? And Jesus, Pilate didn't let Jesus answer the question because he said, and when he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no guilt. But you have a custom that I released one for you at the Passover. Who do you wish to release the king of the Jews so they cried out again saying not this man but Barabbas Barabbas was a robber and we 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 know that from other writings Then to kind of save his own conscience. Verse 19, chapter 19. Pilate then took Jesus and scourged him. And the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put on his head. Put a purple robe on him and they began to come up to him and say, Hail, King of the Jews. And give him slaps in the face. Pilate came out and said to them, Behold, I'm bringing him out to you so that you may know that I find no guilt in him. Jesus then came out wearing a crown of thorns and a purple robe. And Pilate said to them, Behold the man. Behold the man. Um, we have other scripture. Uh, that tell us uh, Pilate's wife said don't fool with this guy I've been worried about him and I've been in my dreams other scripture tells us that Pilate took a basin of water and washed his hands he says I'm wash my hands of this and yet he had the power to let him go but he was coward enough for the people to do what they wanted to do because in this political system that they had his role for Rome was to keep peace and yet you had an element the Sanhedrin those Jewish leaders Jesus was upset in the apple cart and he upsets the apple cart in our own lives when we know him because it's life changing it's life changing nothing we could do nothing we have done nothing we will ever be 
good enough to, to do, but it's by Jesus' shed blood and his righteousness that we can ever stand before a holy God. And it's only because of him. We'll pick up, pick up next week with, uh, with this and, um, and finish and then, uh, then we'll go to the resurrection. Art's going to pick up the resurrection in chapter 20. And then we'll, we're going to go to, uh, uh, so I don't know 